War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 40, the big 4-0. It is September 12th. It's about 10.30 at night. Uh, I'm just getting in from about eight hours of tailgating after Auburn's game today. Uh, what happened in Auburn game? Auburn's game today? Uh, they won. They won the football game. Uh, they're 2-0. and They have a 1.000 winning percentage. They are better than over half the teams in the nation right now. Uh, well, I don't know if that math is right. Maybe after the first week they were, but uh, they're better. Uh, somebody do the math for me. They're better than about a third of the teams, or two-thirds of the teams in football right now. Math majors help me out with that. Um, LSU is beating Mississippi State 21-6 as I record this. I'm watching it. I uh, just got home after a very long day. Um could have been an early, an early day home, but we kind of wanted to tailgate. And, you know, since it was an early game, kind of do it all uh, and watch a lot of games afterwards, which is what we did. And thanks to everybody who stopped by. We had a really good crowd for the first week, and especially considering um, the opponent, not that that was um, mattered during the football game, but considering, you know, there was a lot of people in town. It was a sellout, the new scoreboard, all that, regardless of Jacksonville State being the opponent. But wait, Jacksonville State. Hmm, let's talk about the game a little bit. So Auburn won, obviously, in overtime, uh, scoring in the first overtime while Jacksonville State did not. Auburn needed a very late touchdown to make it to overtime after almost tying it with about three minutes to go and fumbling on about the 20-yard line. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. Uh, Jacksonville State is currently ranked number five in the FCS, which is basically one double A, which is Samford and Tennessee Chattanooga and all those kind of teams. So you kind of go into this game thinking Auburn, you know, they looked at times okay against Louisville, who was an ACC opponent with apparently found their quarterback in the second half. And you think, you know, this week is while Jacksonville State is pretty, you know, they're a good FCS team. Auburn should definitely uh, be able to fix everything. And that's that's what I wrote. That's what I said all week. It's kind of, you know, it, it's just kind of a fixing week. And most people thought that. Jacksonville State probably even thought that. Um, there were a few times last week where I kind of like, I kind of thought about the fact that, hey, this is kind of like one of the best FCS teams. They... Like I said, ranked number five. They won on the road against Chattanooga last week, which is a team that was ranked higher than them, I believe. Um, they are typically a team that takes in uh, kicked-out talent from from bigger programs. They've taken Ryan Paraloo from LSU. They took LaMarcus Rowell from Auburn. Just a, a bunch of people like that. They've got uh, Chris Landrum from Auburn right now, who was on Auburn's defense last year a little bit. So it's not like uh, Samford where it's, um, and I said this yesterday, I think, but it's not like Samford where it's just guys who couldn't make it to D1. This is a few of those guys who couldn't make it in D1 or a few of those guys who got kicked out of D1. So they've got a little bit better talent than, than most teams in the FCS. I'm not making excuses just by saying all these good things. I'm just telling you that, they're not Samford. They're not uh, I'm Furman. They're one of the best teams in that division. Um, 
just because they're FCS doesn't mean they're terrible. They're a very good FCS team. And so Auburn, most likely, like I said, and most likely like every person in the, in the entire nation said, was going to come into this game thinking it was a fixer game. Uh, and they were just going to, you know, get rid of all those interceptions, and and which was really the main problem last week, other than the defense kind of letting the running quarterback run all over them. Uh, they were just going to kind of, you know, let's let's use this time to, to fine-tune. Well, Gus told us earlier in the week that everybody he expected every, everybody to play, but really what he meant was everybody that got hurt last week that didn't play the second half or didn't play after a little while, they're not going to play today either. Trey Matthews didn't dress out. Carl Lawson didn't dress out. Didn't see Javon Robinson at all. I don't know if he dressed out or not. Uh, so that I think that made a difference, and I think it kind of showed – um, we know Carl was a little hurt, but Trey seemed okay, and Javon Robinson seemed okay. They both practiced. Um, I think they kind of held him out because it was JSU, which shows the mindset of of the play calling, shows the mindset of of what they thought about JSU. Um, I'll get way more into this in my game preview once I watch it, or game review and recap once I watch it again. But I felt like today the whole the, the stadium, the team, the coaches, everybody figured they could just fix everything. And honestly, they should have been. But once Auburn didn't score on the first drive and then um, what was the score? I think Auburn went up three to nothing, yeah. And then um, JSU kind of tied tied it up, then it was six to three, then it was ten to six. They got pumped. I mean, they they felt like they could win the game, and they had some talent, and Auburn got down, and the fans got down. And it was just one of those situations like, I can't believe we're still throwing these awful interceptions. Jeremy threw two. One was really, really, really bad. One was bad, but it was really more of an awesome play by the linebacker. He jumped up and just grabbed it out of the air. Um, I just, I don't know. I felt like, you know, holding those players out, holding Javon out, holding Trey out, holding Carl, while Carl might not have been able to play, I just felt like they were being too conservative. They were preparing for LSU, and they were treating it like an FCS game. And, you know, it was a big deal. It was the first game of the year. It was the new scoreboard. It was a sellout. It was just kind of like, hey, we're 1-0. We got out of that first week. Let's, let's tear this up, and let's get everything right. And it just kind of – didn't happen at first, and then it just kind of snowballed. After halftime, they JSU was pumped. Their band beat Auburn's band by a long shot. Sorry, Auburn University marching band, but the JSU band is much better. It's because they're all full of drum and bugle corps people who travel around the country during that during the summer, and they're just and they have a, a actual music performance uh, degree and all that kind of stuff or major. Um, but you know it. It's just, you know, Auburn has the talent advantage. Auburn has the everything advantage. It's just that JSU was kind of in the right place at the right time. They were kind of catching Auburn, coming off a big win, missing a lot of their big players due to injury. And other than, you know, it was – I'm going to put this. I've been saying this all day since the game. It was one team Super Bowl, and it was one team spring game. I mean, it was – they threw everything out. They – I mean, they had some awesome receivers, and the quarterback was awesome. They didn't miss many passes, and everything just seemed to kind of be wide open. And that's probably because 
you know, DBs thought, hey, these guys aren't good. They're going to drop passes. These are going to be bad passes, whatever. Uh, and, you know, it was just – it's a whole mindset thing. Auburn was good enough to beat them. They beat them. They obviously did. And Auburn's good enough to beat Louisville, who, like I said right after the game, would probably do something dumb and lose to a bad team and kind of take away from the win that Auburn had. And what did they do today? They lost to Houston. Houston's not a terrible team, uh, but, you know, it kind of takes away from Auburn's win. Um, that all being said, Auburn's going to have a different mindset going to LSU. Jeremy Johnson, if he wasn't woken up by by Louisville, he's got to be woken up now. He made some really good throws at the end. The game the game tire game tying uh, touchdown to Melvin Ray was a great catch that only he could make. Um, Peyton Barber had one of the best after catch runs I've ever seen on that third and nine. Uh, in overtime to keep the drive going, uh, he has definitely solidified his spot at the top. At the top, I don't think Rock Thomas will play much if Javon Robinson is back in it because he seems to have the fumble, fumble itis, which you know that almost lost the game when he fumbled with about three minutes to go. Um, so I don't want to keep ranting and raving, but. Uh, Auburn just basic, I think, got caught off guard. They're not as crisp as they should be right now. They have obviously have talent. It's just kind of the defense is not full speed because they're missing their two best players by far. And then Jeremy seems to kind of be skittish, and he's got to be, um, you know, thinking about interception interceptions right now. Um, you know, going to Baton Rouge is I'm going. I think pretty sure. And Auburn hadn't won there in a while. Not really sure how good LSU is. They're not really laying it to Mississippi State right now, but they're on the road. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It. I wasn't worried after last week. This week has you definitely should give you more reasons to worry, but I think today was more of an attitude thing. I think it was from the coaches all the way down. I, think, I don't think they go in – thinking, all right, guys, let's just run left and right and maybe throw a pass here and there. But I just think with who they held out and how they called the plays, uh, just very vanilla, I just think you know it was a good lower division team, kind of snuck up and bit them a little bit. But when it came down to it, Auburn was able to score with less than two minutes left uh, and hold them in in overtime. When it had to happen, it, it happened. So, you know, you can be worried and act like Auburn's terrible or you won't be an armchair quarterback and say so-and-so should be playing and whatever. Uh, but it's – I think last week is more of a show of how Auburn is. And last week was kind of first game jitters. This was more of a it's 11 o'clock in the morning and we should just show up and win kind of thing. Um, next week is going to be Baton Rouge, huge stage. 2.30, so it's not as scary. Um, but they'll be ready to play. This is this was more of an eye-opener than Louisville. Um, and I guarantee you Trey Matthews is going to play. I guarantee you they're going to do everything they can to get Carl in there if he couldn't play today. Um, so, you know, it's more of a, all right, we've got some games under our belt. Now we've got, we're into SEC, and we know what we've got. And it's, you better play your butt off on every single play. You better block your butt off on every single play and all that. Um, 
so wow, this is, well, maybe not the longest one, but one of the longest ones. Uh, again, thanks to everybody who came to the tailgate today. We'll, um, thanks to everybody who's donated, keeping the keeping this going. Like I mentioned yesterday, this is not free anymore now that SoundCloud, I've run over my limit of hours of uploading these. So if you'd like, there's a donate button on the bottom of Um but anyway, uh, Arkansas lost today. Yeah, that's great. That's great. They lost to Toledo. That so that's way worse than this. I, than Auburn barely beating Jacksonville State. Um, I think. Uh, so yeah, that's it. We'll do this again tomorrow. Go to sleep. Auburn's two and zero. War Eagle.